the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call three or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. All right. On a nice day here at Milberger's, we want you to give us a call and tell us what's going on or come by and visit with us. To call us, dial, th- dial do you dial, do you press, do you just tell your phone, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Or come by. There's lots of folks here. The Boy Scouts are here selling popcorn. Yeah. Uh, people are picking up some nice plants. I'm trying to eyeball what they're getting. They were uh, kind of winking. The Boy Scouts were kind of winking at me, wanting me to buy some popcorn. Did they? Did you buy any? But I ignored them. Okay. Well, I think it's probably better for you. And Trace is on sale this week. Uh, really? Yeah. Sure felt like it when we were unloading all this stuff. Yeah, you got a, you got a sticker on you. You're only $38.99? Uh, you misread that, sir. Uh, I did? Whoa. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, he's okay. worth more than 38 <laughs> I guess so. Trace is now worth $389.99 or... Two. Oh yeah, I could come up with a two. Yeah, for, two for seven hundred. Two for a thousand. <laughs> two for a thousand. Wait, that you're uh. okay. <laughs> well, Trace, what's going on on this Labor Day weekend here at Mill Burgers? You got a couple things you're featuring? Just a few. Yeah. Uh, start with the pre-emergent herbicides. So somebody wrote an article last week, and hmm. uh, people are listening. So we put that on the flippy thing on our ad, so people would see it when they opened up their paper. Um, and it should be in today's as well, although the ad's not quite as big. It is. Uh, oh. Yes, there we go. So uh, pre-emergence is time. Uh, there's no wrong time to use one, but we listed the three main ones. Uh, but we do carry seven different types of pre-emergence. Okay. Uh, and then a maze is going to slowly go away. And when we sell the last bag, it's done. And uh, I think we talked about the new product last week. Yeah, a little bit. You want so to talk got, about it some more? I got a little more of that in. And what is the deal with the new product? It's a combination. So it's of- a combination of the gallery ingredient and dimension. So it's uh, it's going to do great for just about everything. So uh, and that's one of the reasons why we like Amaze. Uh, right. Because Amaze is, is so, labeled for uh, uh, weedy grasses, but it did, did a good job on both types of uh Weeds, yeah, yeah, very good spectrum of both grassy yeah. and, we- and uh, broadleaf stuff. So this should be, in my mind, a replacement for XL2G in a maze when, when it's gone. Oh, good. Okay. And what is it called? I can't remember. Crew. 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 As in like, uh, like your busy crew or your okay. helpful crew. Okay. Gotcha. All right. And uh, 
Yeah. It's a- advertised, and then uh, there's a... Well, of course, the Amaze, uh, Mill River, still has a, a good supply I, of Amaze. I'm, pretty the, I'm the only one in Texas, I bet, that's still got it. <laughs> and then Gallery, which is a broadleaf, uh, pre-emergent, is, uh, is uh, on sale as well. What I, I noticed was the... Uh, um, Fertilizer, yeah, the nineteen the slow release lawn fertilizer. It's two for fifty dollars, which is a considerable reduction. So I got of, my I got my winterizer in, and realized I really don't have storage uh-huh. for it. So uh, I got to move a little bit of nineteen five nine so I can get the winterizer uh, stored correctly. And you can, uh, of course, you use that for. Are, or you can use it for your lawn in the spring, but you also can use it for your vegetable garden and your flower garden and your trees in the early spring. It, uh, and, and now. I mean, it's got directions for trees, shrubs, and vegetables, so wonderful for, for all those. And, and, and in my mind, there's still enough time, to, even though it's slow release, there's still enough time to put it down for, uh, for now for the grass. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when we did it years ago? Uh, uh, when we did the uh, convert, uh, started promoting the slow release lawn fertilizer, we used it for uh, all all year. Everything, and yep. it worked well. It worked great. Yep. It's it's a just good product. Stores well. Yeah, it also fitted fit into our. That's when you were the water czar, I think. And don't but, don't bag it. It was uh, <laughs> part of don't bag yeah, it. Yeah, and uh, it wouldn't leach. It's a slow release, so a lot of it is uptaken by the grass over a period of time, and plants over a period of time. And so it wouldn't leach into the, like a lot of fertilizers are a fast release. In other words, you put it on, water it in, it's gone. But uh, this, this gives you, a, maintains the water quality. Yeah, and it... Uh and of course, it's uh, so useful in terms of the the plants <clears throat> and the lawns. Uh, so it's and I, it's a I, good bargain. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever heard a story of somebody over fertilizing with slow release fertilizer. Well, and I, it's remember when in the old days we had stories of burning lawns. Yeah. You don't no more. not with nineteen five nine. Yeah. That, that was when everybody used weed and feed. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then Trace emphasizes we Jerry and I don't don't talk about it as much as we should maybe, but the uh, <laughs> the sulfur levels and the iron levels in the 1959 makes it even more useful. Yeah, uh, it's got double the iron of the best fertilizer out there. So what does that make ours? <laughs> the super best, most wonderful. Wait a minute. <laughs> but anyway, it's a good fertilizer, and. Uh, but uh, dig out that, uh, don't throw the paper away until you look at that uh, ad in there. Now, the Wednesday ad was uh, very large, but uh, today's ad was is significant, too. And what if they don't get the paper? What do they do? Well, they go. Should they panic? No, they go, okay. to the sat- <laughs> they go and get that Saturday version. Yeah. Okay. Or? Or they go, go to millburgernursery.com. And get it and look at the website. Yeah, huh? it's on the website. <laughs> well, too. and see the sales item. Yeah, which I print out every week, and uh, 
uh, last couple of three weekends, I've been able to yep. cut and paste. Which this is so much I can new see, stuff. I can see him. I can see Jerry spending the whole day cutting and pasting. <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, but this. The sad thing is, I see in my mind, I see him with a pair of scissors and uh, some, <laughs> yeah. some of that, that glue that used to have the no. brush on the end of it. Well, and, and and if you if you get a new vision with him being much more technologically advanced. I, I don't and then that, you see, then, no then, then you like see him unfold his little phone, and you say, yeah. oh, no, yeah. it's not true. It's just the same as it was. But anyway, I had to, this week, there was so much new stuff. His poor printer was just lovely, exhausted. Lovely new pictures. Uh, so what do you think about that new cross between the Petunia and the Calibrocoa? Uh, that's what I was going to ask got you about. Funk, that was my next question. Fun, what the funky hell is name. That? So uh, I don't even see if see if I can say it right, Pachole. Pachule, How would you say? I that? don't know. Uh, I, thought, I thought that was a Mexican food. Uh, well, <laughs> it was apparently a, a cross between a petunia, yeah, and pear. a calabrocoa. Uh, <laughs> so you got the first. I know th- what the petunia is. So you got the first three letters as a petunia, and then the last as the calabro the coa from calabrocoa. A hybrid petunia Bacoa? with Bacoa with vigorous, lush foliage, dependable displays, and beautiful flowering color. So the picture shows one color, and then we got another one that's kind of a yellowish. Yeah, okay. This 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 picture in the ad. Let me see. Yeah, that's almost maroon. So I was saying right? it was almost uh, burnt orange. Uh. So. <laughs> As speaking of Bernard, you know, I want to give everybody. By the way, Milton Crisandras are in the end. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Ours is still still doing great. Uh, From how many years ago was that the plant of the weekend? Uh, three. Maybe yeah, four. could be. Thank <laughs> yeah. God for Laura. Yeah, Trace found, <laughs> found some uh, Esperanzas that are they damn near close to Bernard. It, it is. Bernard. Yeah. Oh, good. And the interesting thing about it was produced by a local grower here and actually bred and produ- uh, right here in San Antonio by James Spivey when he used to work for the Botanical oh, Garden wow. and everything. Yeah. And Gold Star is the mother of that red thing. I, I think we threw it away because... Because uh, it was orange? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a burnt orange. So, we sent it to... What uh, is wrong with these people? <laughs> well, tropical butterfly weed is, is almost burnt, burnt orange. Best too. color under the rainbow. You uh, don't want to acknowledge it. <laughs> no. And uh, speaking of that, that uh, tropical butterfly bush, you got a bunch of those over there. Where where are they hidden? They're, they're right over there. Uh, oh, because the I'm over here looking, <laughs> looking for them, and I see just the, I mean, the remnant. I see the mist flowers. Yeah. There, but the, and oh, I, every one of them is in bloom. And there's a black, uh, black swallowtail right there. Yeah. <laughs> he could find them. And the plumbago, yeah, she could plumbago find came in looking really nice. I've already sold probably about 300 of them. All right. What is it? Yeah, the blue plumbago. The plumbago right oh. next to it. Looks a little richer blue. It <laughs> looks, looks uh, maybe it's because it's in the shade. Think, or, yeah, or your eyes are tired. I must have just, okay, you know. I must have just missed plant. the portal oh. weed. Huh? You missed it right out the gate, yeah. There was no portal weed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
but uh, but if it makes you feel better, I'll tell you I sold it all. But uh, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing thing about those things is, that, like I said, every one of them has a bloom on. That you know that that's going to be hard to beat uh, for the butterflies. Well, I that, don't care what these people say, but well, uh, that's the issue. Yeah, the 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 other thing is the the evidence of that being a problem is not available. Huh? Well, uh, well, <laughs> not they're 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 not exist. They're, they're not. Yeah, they haven't. They've not expressed it in any with any exuberance or anything. I'm. Oh yeah. yeah I, I don't think the results are there that that uh, no verify that it's good, that it's major problem. And regardless now, of not or not, that is a beautiful ornamental, and but, it works for the butterflies too. Well, let's remind everybody, but uh, Milbert adheres to this too: is uh, use use the native uh, butterfly weeds, the native. Uh, Milkweeds, as, as long as they're available. But in the meantime, <laughs> the tropical milkweed is so hard, it's great, easy great to grow. Source. I do still have a couple of those white ones too. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you, did you? I got. Well, I got more last week, and I don't think I told you, but I think we're done. I think we got three left. <laughs> yeah, I saw ten. Of, there were ten of them last week. Yeah, well, that's a crime okay. of being doing business. I believe there's three. Um, so, they'll so. Folks, and I th- I know gardeners are try- trying to do that too, trying to get the, the native milkweeds in place, and we have them here in Mill Rivers when whenever we can get them from the wholesalers. Uh, but in the meantime, just like Jerry says, it's, <laughs> this is a worthy replacement for sure. Yeah, you have to decide whether you want a beautiful ornamental for the butterflies or you want those ugly no. native things. No, you don't have to. It's not a hard decision like that because <laughs> buy them both. Can you can you find any of the native and or can you raise any of the native? They're having a lot of trouble. I don't know. So, so you go with a beautiful ornamental. Yeah. They're try, they're trying very hard to, <laughs> to use the native, but they're uh, not, never going to beat that native for beauty. And I I mean uh, Prettier than this. Well, it has been a, it has been available, on the on the gardening market for a number of years, even when it wasn't when there wasn't that much emphasis on the monarch. Yeah. What color were the blooms, Cal? What color are the blooms of those? On that. Of the natives. Well, any color, any color you want, basically. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I thought most of them were white. No. Most of them, I'd say Tennessee orange. Yeah, the the are the one the one that we're most familiar with is the butterfly weed, and that's got a nice yellow uh, color. And then there's purple. Huh. Uh, and I don't know antel- antelope uh, horn. I'm not sure what color that one is. <laughs> uh, color color of antelope horns. Mm-hmm. Does uh, this? But there are some there are some white ones too. Do we know anything about this new flower that, uh, is it deer resistant? I, I, I can't imagine. Uh, I would think the deer would eat a petunia. I think yeah. deer would eat calabacoa. So uh, I think that they probably will eat that. Yeah. So is this Gold Star Esperanza that is uh, advertised? Yes, is that yeah. the true Gold Star it Esperanza? It is, yes. And you can tell by how. 
Look out there, and they're blooming. I made. Uh, Everyone's yeah, got yeah, a bloom or a. Uh, yeah, in my article, I. I, I saw I, that. That was good, Calvin. I thought that, uh, you know, what we expected was if we saw blooming when they were very young, that they were generally gold star. They are. And so. No, no Esperanza blooms as young as gold star does. Uh, they, uh, the cuttings, when they're rooting the cuttings in a mist bed in the greenhouse, they'll actually bloom three to four inches tall with a great, with a bloom on the top. Yeah, that one's got a couple blooms on. Yeah. <laughs> Just to have We've seen them here at the nursery at six yeah. inches. And I imagine the, our, the other one, since it's a gold star red, it's got a lot of blooms it on it. It does have a lot of blooms, although I believe it gets a little taller before yeah. uh, under normal circumstances blooms. Probably so. But like I said, it's got gold star in the lineage. And I'm looking out across the vegetables, and look, I think I see broccoli. You do? Plants over yeah. There. A lot of them. So we did have a slight theme to this ad. So uh, there should be some uh, butterfly bush. No, excuse me. Hummingbird bush hmm. uh, in there. And uh, fire bush. So we, we kept a little blooming uh, <laughs> theme to, uh, to attract birds and butterflies. Oh, good. Okay. Now that's a that's a pretty good price on those uh, on those milkweed. They're they're tropical milkweed. They are very nice looking plants, and they're tall, and they like Jerry said, they've all got blooms on them. So that at six eighty eight, that's a pretty uh, making a quite a will make quite a splash in your landscape. And uh, the thing about it's just like the firebush that are in bloom. You just you just pick them up here at the nursery, and you go plunk them down on your on your patio until that uh, uh, migration is over. And uh, you know you take advantage of the butterflies liking them and the hummingbirds liking them until you're ready to plant them. You, there's no no real urgency to get them in the ground until you're uh, you're ready. So, so I my, made a second my, connection with that. My guy. wife called me. Yeah. Over to the sliding glass window yesterday. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What'd you have? I just got home from work. I'm tired. I sit down. Oh, honey, you'll never believe. So she had three hummingbirds fighting between her hummingbird feeder, yeah, the firebush, yeah, <laughs> and the shrimp plant. Wow. And so one would stand guard over mm. the the nectar, and uh, the, as the two would try to go to it, it'd run them off. And as soon as they went to the other one, it would go over there and stop them from getting those. So it was like a little three-ring circus Man. going along with this one, these hummingbirds. I like it best when those little Rufus hummingbirds are the ones that are in the battle because they always seem to be the most aggressive. <laughs> and it's like, like the ruby throats and the black chin says, I should just squash that little <laughs> thing. But nah, nah. We'll just put up with this. Do, we, do you still have any uh, more grandes? Hibiscus left? I, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. I do. Got, I have a lot of mallow hibiscuses. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember where they were. I saw. Well, yeah. they were. I didn't walk in usually where I walk in, but uh, well, I got this uh, note from my buddy up in uh, <laughs> Canyon Lake. He, he says, "Bought from Millburgers in early spring. More grinding. Love it." So for us to for us to have that in early spring, you know which ones those were? 
What? The ones that Rob sold me back last fall. Oh, that I couldn't sell last fall. Yeah. <laughs> it lives in Canyon Lake. Have listened to y'all's radio pro- talk program for many capitalized years. Love y'all. See that? So he won't say how many years because he doesn't want to date himself. <laughs> and he said... He might be like us. We can't. We're sold. We can't remember how many. That's that's a possibility. He sent this picture. That's a really nice looking plant. And that's something. That's a spectacular. Pass that around. Just man. glancing at it. Wow. It's got twenty blooms. Goodness. Yeah. Well, I I was uh, there was another gardener that uh, we covered in my article that. Uh, Got in a bit of a, a, a bit of a controversy with uh, Dr. Parsons. No, nobody ever gets in a controversy. He uh, he he disagreed with Dr. Parsons that you know Jerry was saying that the poinciana, his research team, when you when you prune when you prune back the the uh, seed pods that. Really didn't improve the the bloom or extend the bloom, and Bart Kelly says, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" He says, "You if you prune them back before you get to the seed heads, mm-hmm. then it then it does work before they bloom. Is that right? Before they before the seed, yeah. Before you drop, they drop all the blooms. So okay. what he's doing is deadheading a little bit." Uh, Early, yeah, and so, so I said, which no I, one will do. I do. <laughs> See, hey, we got to take a break. Two one zero three zero eight eighty. I'm going to do that right now. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. At 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, listen, again, if you've got those things that are bugging you in the house, you hear scritchies in the wall, you hear uh, something on the roof, in the attic, if you got roaches running around in the cupboards or the drawers when you open them up, or you know what, just make one call. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. I saw it today on uh, Spider-Man's uh, Facebook page that mice can squeeze through a hole the size of basically a pencil, that that roundness of a pencil, to get into your house. They must have to lose weight or something. I don't know how they do it. They just, yeah. But... <laughs> So I don't it, want it no happen. skinny mice in my house. <laughs> they got uh, those flexible bones. Yeah, yeah I, I guess the bones just, I don't know, but it was just amazing. So you, They're all gristle. <laughs> so the, the point of it was they'll take a look at the house holistically, see where they might be coming in, and uh, seal that hole up so they can't come in anymore, and then uh, trap them and... Can they just let a, the fat mice come in? No, that's right. No, 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 no fat or skinny mice are going to try to come in your house anymore. Oh, they'll try. But Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. Two one zero, 
656-3721 or online at go just geo spidermanpest.com pam is on the line hi pam welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today i am doing wonderful i'm out in the garden with my transistor radio listening to you guys again and wow yeah you're going old school good for you <laughs> yeah i'm i'm the one that sent uh, jerry not only the moy grandy picture y'all just talked about but also the laura bush petunia pictures oh wow and, oh and nice. i i was just going to um mention about the moy grandy i was there y'all uh, shop in the spring and I saw this guy checking out with uh, a Moy Grandy. Of course, you couldn't tell much about it at that stage. It looked more no. like a, uh, to me, almost like a bush petunia. But anyway, uh, so I went and got some and that's that's what I've sent the picture in and y'all were talking about trimming it back. I mean, I had just blooms and blooms and blooms and I was able to uh, to harvest a few seed pods uh, that, you know, uh, that I was able to get that broke open and has the, the seeds in them. Um, don't, don't plant but those. I, They're worse. Don't plant them? Oh, good. No. They don't okay, look I didn't anything. Know it, <laughs> they okay. don't look anything like more the, the mother more. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, that was one of my questions. Uh, but also, I trimmed mine back. Oh, my goodness. It must have been way back. Uh and it's in a whiskey barrel with a plastic liner. And I listened to y'all carefully, and I know y'all said, and I, oh, I use copious amounts of uh, Osmocote. <laughs> but I also feed every time I, I, I water, I feed, because I know they're, oh, girl, they're heavy. You're a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> well, but anyway, what yeah, I was going to yeah. tell you, I, I'm just now looking at them. I cut <laughs> them back, I guess, about about a third. Cut them back okay. uh, about a, maybe month, a month ago. Month? Yeah. And and I'm looking at blooms galore. Some of them are going to be double blooms. I'm everywhere on the, the tips. I mean, some blooms are already an inch uh, tall. But anyway. Yeah. But, I could tell by looking at the picture that she used copious amounts of fur. <laughs> because oh, yeah. all, the, all the flowers are big. Look how big they are. Yes. Every oh, yes. Yeah, I know. It's beautiful. Yeah. And that's just, well, in, I, it's just in the, the one whiskey barrel? Yeah, it's one whiskey barrel. And that was another question. I don't know. That, well, I, 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 I know what y'all said, and I can go and re, I read what you, what you print on your website. But anyway, uh, if, how easy would it be to what, transplant what? from the whiskey barrel into the ground, and would they survive... Uh, well, I know this last freeze would be different, but I know they probably no. wouldn't survive this last freeze in the barrel, right? Yes, they will survive. Because oh, they will. Uh, well, what happens is uh, when the day length gets shorter, like it does in the winter, uh huh. That that thing will lose every leaf it's got. Okay. And, and get dieback. Well, and the, free, I, and the freeze does, does not become no, significant. The dieback is cut off. At the ground, and uh, uh -huh. the root survives. That that, okay. that root of more grande will survive in Canada. Hmm. Okay. Because okay. So I don't have basic. to worry about it being okay. No. What you do is knock it out of that barrel. Oh. The, after after it dies down, and you cut it cut it to the 
it doesn't really die it goes dormant. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, you cut it off at the ground level. Uh-huh. And then you knock it out of that barrel or pull it out of that barrel and divide the root system that's there okay. in about uh, four pieces. With a oh, shovel. okay, four pieces. Okay. And, uh, and uh, but you always make sure there's part of the stem on there. I mean, uh, okay. the, the, where the root turns into the stem, because that's where the buds will be to renew the plant. Okay, so leave at least about a three or four inch stem? There you go. Uh-huh, okay, okay. I mean, uh, but- you know, in, in every section that you say, uh-huh. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how big it, it is. Uh, it's a big. It's in a big barrel. But you yeah, may just want barrel. to cut it. Cut it in uh-huh. two. In two, okay. into two. Divide it into two. Okay, and it, they're, I, they're, I, very, they're very okay. easy to transplant. Okay, good. That's good to know. And I bought two, and I think I put two in there at one time. You know, not oh, knowing. You know, okay. you never. So I really do need to thin it out. But let's say we had a winter like we had last year. If I leave one in the whiskey barrel, will it survive last winter? Of course, we probably won't have another one Absolutely. Like that. It will survive. Oh, it will. Okay. Because okay. The, the, the root system is dormant. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All that's right. A, well, that's why I, I said it would grow in Canada. Okay. Uh, he also sent me some uh, petunia, Laura Bush petunias. Oh, yeah, Laura Bush, Bush petunias. Oh, yeah. They're great. Uh-huh. And I uh, love Thanks. the pictures. Did you take those? Oh, yes, sir, I did. Uh-huh. I take a lot a good of the job. pictures. You did well, a good you. job. Thank you. And, and uh, I, by the way, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, uh, I want to ask, you've got a shot of uh, Laura Bush petunias in all of your flower beds out there. Are oh, those yes. for seedlings? Are they, did you plant them? Well, you didn't well, plant no. them. Well, that's They're a good question. They're all seedlings, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yes. This is what I, I, I don't know if you read my most current email to you saying no, it was okay to use my pictures. But anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. You know, I've tried to, I, I harvested at least, uh, at least four ounces plus of seeds myself. You did uh, because good. Because because what you do, what, what what you know how when the Laura bush they bloom and then they have that little seed pod and it, yeah. the the stems and the leaves get real sticky, and so a lot yeah. of seeds attach to the the like if somebody wants to like cut it back for cuttings you know let it bloom out again if you want to like yeah. we have them in pots, uh, then <laughs> I just throw those in a, like I, I said a big trash can. Let them really dry those limbs, the leaves, and everything real, real yeah. good. Shake them, and then of course all the seeds go to the bottom. But to answer, you, and so I harvest lots and lots of seeds. But oh, yes, yeah. they're coming up. They come up in my gravel. That whatever drops <laughs> in a pot or in a in a garden bed. Yes, once the temperatures get right, and <laughs> and you, uh, you start having moisture, they just come up everywhere. Yeah, and, and they're, they're <laughs> I used to get just, I used to get angry out at Wild Seed Farm, and because uh, we would take some plants out there and plant in uh-huh. their display bed, and uh-huh. inevitably, the, the, the he got uh, gravel sidewalks out there or walkways, uh-huh. and uh, inevitably they would come up in that gravel walkway, and be prettier 
and bloom more than the ones we planted. You know, exactly, Jerry. I was going to make that point myself. If you let the seeds come up wherever they are, and this is just about true for any flower, and where they come up on their own, and no water, no attention, and they're just <laughs> prolific, you know, and strong. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. Have you ever and tried the pink one? No, the light pink, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't really seen it anywhere for sale. Uh, wild, wild Seed Farm sells it. Yeah, yeah. But, pink yeah, I'm sure it's beautiful. Blue. I'm sure it's beautiful. Just yeah. like, uh, you know, I want to mention something else, talk to you about something else. Uh, oh. I've Yeah, one thing I told you <laughs> is I have tons of fanix flocks. I bought some, and they're just... You know, I'm going to have to pull a bunch of them out of the ground and get rid of them. They're so thick. And oh, no. I give, yeah, <laughs> I move a, them around great. everywhere, but, yeah, but <laughs> they, they do, yeah, I just love them. And uh also have uh, the white morning bush uh, petunia. Bush morning glory, yeah. Bush yeah, my, my, I'm sorry, my, yeah, I'm sorry, morning glory. But I have a question uh, about it. I have a friend, I had the light pink. But I, I I lost my white one, and I lost the seed source. So I I ordered some online twice, two packages, and then once they they germinated and started blooming, they were light pink and not white like they said. Mm-hmm. Now my friend over here in Canyon Lake also, she's had the pink, and she just sent me a picture the other day. She's had nothing but the pink for years. And she showed me where all of a sudden her pink are mixed now with the white. So can you tell me what's happening there? Um, and she's never pink, had white. Yeah, yeah. Never had white? Tell us what's happening there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Are they on the same plant, pink and white? Well, uh, no, no, no. There's st- st- stems, different different ones have, uh, are different plant. They're not pink flowers and white flowers on the same stem different stems are you know one's either be solid white blooms and the other one pink but she was really amazed because she's never had the white and after this freeze what's come up now and they're about four or five feet tall and uh now she has white ones mixed in with her pink ones (laughs) uh if she, if she didn't plant some she she planted seed out there, did she order the seed or? Oh no 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 seed? she's had these she's had the light pink ones for about oh let's say ten years. Yeah. You know, or eight years, and well, with this ima- freeze, I would, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine uh, what happened in that cold weather or severe cold weather that uh-huh. it just froze the pink out of it. Oh, okay. Because with the mother plant... Calvin, you want to help here? Uh, (laughs) Calvin snickered. I'm not sure. Well, look, it's it's, it's it's really not an unusual situation because I've got a... uh, Oh, the, what's the the rose that everybody is growing now? now Oh, your knockout? Knockouts. And Uh and they've been in in for 10 years. Now, suddenly, I've got the the white... uh, what? Uh, no, the, the 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 plant we're talking about here. Oh, bush morning glory. Well, morning glory coming out of there with the white. That's why I was so teasing about. <laughs> yeah, why? Where did that come from? You know. 
Well, like yeah. Milton mm -hmm. found his rare and unusual plant. Yeah. What was my had a paint? Did it, what color? You know, you said uh, it had. Oh, that was a uh, knockout that had both red and there pink on the, uh, it's a the same rose. I bet that's uh, got more white in it this year. No, it's got more pink in it this year. More pink? I don't know what happened to the if poor we, red. If we have a cold, another cold, okay. it's going to freeze that pink out of there. And you're going to have okay. all white. Okay. I don't, I don't know if this... Uh, I think that's a good explanation, don't you? Well, I don't know about that. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll let uh, Pam decide. <laughs> okay. Uh, we, uh, maybe, uh, maybe if you... Uh, Send me some more pictures of uh, Laura Bush. I may be able to come up with some uh, seed uh -oh. of white and uh, the regular one. You're talking Purple. of the morning glory? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Bush. No, no. He was talking about the Laura Bush, weren't you? No. Uh -oh, oh, you were talking about the morning glory. No, no, no I was wrong. They're, okay. they'll, uh, they'll live forever. <laughs> You're talking. Now we're talking about again the bush, morning, the bush morning green. Yes, they will. And you know how where I got my white after I ordered them, and they came was supposed to be white and ended up being pink. I went and collected them off the ground under a white bush that I had located. Oh yeah, they come. They yeah. come true from seed. Yeah. So uh, now let me. And one other yeah. question back to the moy grandy. Can do okay. the cuttings take pretty well if I make cuttings? And if so, what time of the year? Uh, generally, you want to uh, take, take cuttings in before or during July. July, okay. And uh, uh, they they root very easy. Just uh, yeah. To cut about uh, four to six inches off yeah. tips, the new growth, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, probably cut the leaves, the big leaves, in half. Yes. And, uh, and or remove some of them. And yeah, that's what you I want some uh -huh. some leaves on there, no buds. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, put dip them in rutone. Uh, uh -huh, I rutone do. Uh -huh. as you got. And mm -hmm. uh, just stick them in perlite. You keep them in the shade. Okay. Yeah. But the, the oh. reason you have have to do it in July is it has to develop it root easy, but it has to develop. Uh, that it has to grow long enough to develop that uh, growing point uh, on the roots. Okay, but it's going to gotcha. go. Uh, most of them go down, like we said, because of uh, short days. Okay. Okay. But yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, all right. you would do well to to root some. Try yeah. some. I, well, of course, it's too late now. It's too, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Too late now. So, Next year you can get it. But as good Thanks, news Pam. about, I can divide them. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Big time. Okay. Uh, well, thank y'all very much, and enjoy y'all very, bet. very much. Have learned so thank much from y'all over the years. Okay. Bye bye. Oh dear. Thank you. Okay. Bye, Pam. All right. Two one zero three. Did she ever get her question in? Yeah. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Those Canyon Lake people are pistols. Oh, okay. <laughs> 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. We're live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. Come by, say hi, or uh, just give us a call. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. My boss just pushed me over the limit. I'd like to call him something. I think 
think I'll just call it a day. Pour me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. It's five o'clock. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on nine thirty a.m. The answer. So he's focusing. They're on, both alive on work songs today. <laughs> yes, they Both are. Both of those guys are alive. Yeah, and he's focusing on work song because it's Labor Day. Oh, It's okay. Labor Day weekend. I got it. All right, 210-308-8867. No dead artists. No, okay. That makes me sad. I know it does. 210-479-BIRD <laughs> is the number for Wild Birds Unlimited, Hebner and Northwest Military, and we've got a new commercial coming up, but it's amazing. The, uh sounds like fall migration is uh, either here or just around the corner. And there's lots of birds that we don't normally see that we'll be seeing. Uh, Tanager in my yard. Oh, already? Yeah. Well, listen, you can get ready for that migration and uh, not only feed the birds that are are here uh, throughout the year, but feed those as they come through and create that outdoor backyard haven for those birds by making sure you head on over to Wild Birds Unlimited. They've got a wide variety of seeds, uh, the right seed for the right bird that you want. And uh, they've got binoculars, hats, guidebooks, everything that you need to create a great experience. Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Ask for Kyle or Bill or Keith. I need to know some other people over there so I can mention their names, too. Uh, but it's Wild Birds Unlimited, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD. Uh, or you can go visit them at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Our number, 210-308-8867. Well, we don't have a plant of the weekend, but because there's only 10, we have the plant of the moment. Uh, the, the moment. The trace got in. Is that fire spike? Is that what he yeah, said? Yeah. I missed my fire spike. That was great. That's the shade yeah. fire bush. Yeah. That's the one Jerry keeps talking about. It has wonderful blooms, but we never see it bloom. Yeah, it blooms in the fall. Yeah, it blooms mainly. In, I've seen it bloom. Uh-huh. I have. <laughs> I had one that bloomed. It was under well, a pecan tree. How many years ago? Seventeen years ago. Or it's what? been a while, yeah. Uh, but it's but gone. the plant's not there, is it? No, the plant's gone. Okay. But well, uh, uh, but we used to. Yeah. Talk about it blooming in the fall, and then we'd also talk about it. Just move it inside in the winter. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you had a whole long season. Yeah. Yeah. I took some to Tennessee, and uh, when it got got ready to be cold up there. Uh, they they freeze to the ground here, but you I had some for several years that didn't kill. Oh wow! And it just froze to the ground, and the stupid thing, resprouts uh, or sprouts after being killed down, within two weeks. Huh? But anyway, I took those to Tennessee, and then we saw that they would keep bloom all the way through the winter if you. Uh, you know, if you kept them warm, kept them oh, okay. freezing, and so and they're not, shade, so they don't need that much sun. Yeah, that's right, and that's a perfect house plant. Yeah, and people hmm. are always asking about uh, wanting uh, plants, plants that bloom blooms. in the house. Yeah, and it's pretty foliage. It's a pretty yeah. plant. And so Dr. McFadden and I potted them up and took them to the uh, let's see, we got, used to call that nursing home. Uh, Health care center, uh, where they keep the old people medicine. 
He gets away with that because he is an old person. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, we'll remind him when we're uh, visiting. Yeah, I got my name on the door already. Oh, do you really? Yeah. But anyway, we took those things in in the inside the nursing home for the people there. Yeah. And uh, they bloomed all winter. Oh, really? Wow. That's cool. So so fire spike. I don't know what the cost is. Is there a cost on there? Does he show us? He's got like ten. I remember last year, or I mean, the last time. Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Okay. You see? Yeah. You can see some along the river where they've been protected. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. They're huge. They are huge, and they're beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, you don't. Uh, I know the first ones I saw along the river. I didn't even recognize them. As far as <laughs> I mean, they were like twelve or fourteen feet tall. Oh yeah. What is that? Well, I think, I think I had to bring a picture back to you guys going, is this fire spike? What is this? <laughs> you were like, yeah. It's, uh, it's, and, and they're like right by a corner. So I guess the wind and the cold doesn't quite. Yeah. Maybe they're by a building so they get some warmth. But that's interesting. So we'll have to uh, pick one up because Laura is looking for uh, like a nice indoor plant. and then But it, it is beautiful when it does start. So oh, follow, yeah. follow us here. It's got... Tubular red flowers. Mm-hmm. And this is in the... Like hummingbirds kind of like oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's in the same league as firebush fire fire, in yeah. terms of uh, but it attracting gro- it hummingbirds. it grows and blooms in the shade. I w- I, uh, and y'all recommended the pecan tree because... <laughs> shade. Uh, well, shade, but then when it lost all its leaves, it, got sun. Be, it got sun. It'd be happier. Yeah. I, I suggested that we make this a Texas superstar. Oh, and they said. And then my good buddy Greg Grant. Oh no! Uh, what Greg do to you? Said fool. Uh, is that where you got that from? <laughs> it only blooms in the fall. Yeah. We don't like watch bloomers. Oh, okay. I but think I... it continues to bloom. Once it starts, it continues to bloom. So it and, would uh, bloom, and it really will bloom indoors. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're talking about fire spike, the plant of the moment. I'm no, there it. you go. <laughs> With ten, you, you scared can, me there for a second. Yeah, you need to hurry, 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 hurry. First ten. ones of the year. Yeah, um, we're kind of bragging on it. You got anything you wanted to brag about it? With uh, uh, we were talking about, you know, great for shade, blooms mm-hmm. in the fall, hummingbirds like it. <laughs> Bring it in in the winter; it'll bloom in the house. Well, we were also it's mentioned. relatively tall. Yeah, we were talking oh, about the ones yeah. of the river that well, are huge. We we haven't hardly seen the blooms here. They get sold before they uh, <laughs> get into bloom for the last ten years. Crime and doing business. Yep. <laughs> did, did you get them local? Yes. The ones you bought? Huh? Same place that had the Esperanzas. Okay. Uh, like I said, a nurseryman probably has stock plants, which probably, uh, if you had them in a greenhouse, had uh, probably froze back. But uh, they come, they sprout out real fast. I'm pretty sure they buy new liners every year. Really? Yeah. From Florida? I don't know. <laughs> well, this this thing roots it's, real it's easy. Milton's they're from the liner ferry. The liner ferry. The liner ferry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. But yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. That may be one that that Laura can take care of, and too. Oh yeah. So does that mean I have nine? Uh, you might, yeah. Uh, that one, all, that one, just stay here. Are there any in bloom? No, I fall. No, they're fall bloomers. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. The uh, so you have nine left. Ish. Nine ish. Because I've been up here a little while, so. They could <laughs> oh dear! Hurry, hurry! <laughs> get the mail burgers. Where are they in the nursery? So they can just make a beeline. They are here. under the pergola. And, under the pergola. Um, they 
our one, two, three, four, fifth table from here. So where the where the big sunflower seeds, sunflowers are, the metals. Okay, so one, oh, two, two, three, four, five. So no, the second sunflower. Okay. One table backwards. Okay. You'll see them when you come in the nursery. You got, you got, you got five fingers, Milton. So come from here. One, two, three, <laughs> one, four, two, five. Three, four, five. Okay, I got it. So hey. now when they're coming in, they're gonna have to count the other direction. So from the other direction, <laughs> it's hard you to can say. tell yeah, they're one, making these. Two, three. Yeah, this four, makes four for, tables yeah. on the right. This makes for great radio. Cherry. Just come you in and ask. They're making these directions for UT graduates. You're right. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, we just have to be <laughs> self-explanatory where even an Aggie can find uh, there it. You, oh, Chase is good. Hey, have you yeah. got regular petunias in Yes. today? Uh, I mean, about, this week? About 130 flats sitting right there. Whoa. They're all different colors? Well, you see the three, the two tables towards the front. So there's mixed and there's white and there's yeah. pink. I thought I saw purple, but I'm not seeing it from here. And they're beautiful. Are yeah. there any waves? No. Are they in four and a half inch? No, they're four inch. Oh, four inch. Super six pack. No, four inch. The four, four inch pots. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pots. Little pots. Like the Although tomatoes were in? Uh, no, those were in four and a half inch. Pots. Oh, those are the round ones, the four inch of the square ones? Correct. Okay. Well, let's ask a question that we get the right answer for. Here. Okay. Figure so out. He's got to ask the right question. Yeah. Ask the right yeah. question, Kevin. What you got? I don't know. I haven't got one right yet, so I thought we better wait a while. But the zinnia, there's zinnias there too. We were talking about the. So there's some zinnias in four-inch pots, but the more impressive ones are going to be the uh, the ones in the super six packs. And we they'll go, they'll be blooming at least till Thanksgiving, as long as the weather stays cool. And then you can. Uh, it's kind of a contra- well, it's a. A bit of a conflict here because the snapdragons also uh, can so be planted. Now I, now I have two varieties of snapdragons. I have rockets yeah. and I oh. have some shorties. <laughs> so uh, the rest of it can't be too far behind. Where Snap- are the rockets? They're all. <laughs> all right. So Nelson was awfully nervous, so he put them in the shade over where by the tomatoes are. Okay. Uh, okay. Along with a super pack dusty mitter and some begonias and. Uh-huh. He, he thought I was nuts when I ordered Snapdragons. But they, they, they can take these warmer nights, not hot nights, but these warmer nights for a while. Hmm. Well, it seems like we're into warmer nights, which causes tomatoes to set, too. I mean, you know, if it gets below 90. Well, I, the t- I, tomatoes are setting, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen, you know, my, when I decide summer is here, we have uh, 90 degrees at 10 o'clock at night. That means it's you know it's it's Texas. That's what we've had. Yeah. For, and do you want to you want to explain to me just as a sidebar on the weather? You've got hay. The hay came, we unloaded our last truck yesterday. I got no prediction of rain in the forecast for at all. Well, this makes they, no they sense. Just changed it then because as we took off the last bale, <laughs> there really wasn't it really? was showing rain maybe Monday, but oh, probably Tuesday. Oh, actually, you're right. There is on uh. Tuesday 20% chance, and Labor Day t- uh, Monday 30% chance. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. And y'all are going to be open Labor yeah, Day, of right? Of course, you bet. So we can take advantage so, of all these so wonderful. Can, so we can labor on Labor Day. Yeah, you can yeah. labor on Labor Day. <laughs> the, uh, Got about a minute. What is the hay, uh, the price of hay this year? Well, just like everything else, it all went up. So uh, 
1699 a bale. Whoa. Or two for 30. And you will now, sell is, those, right? We will sell them. We'll use a bunch to make the kids maize. So we're taking out the railroad ties today. We'll probably start setting up the maize uh, Sunday or Monday. Okay. We'll get that done. Then we got to get ready for our pumpkins. We decorate all that. And then the rest is for sale. Yeah. You go, we've already sold some. You're going to have good luck with uh, I said you're lucky to get those pumpkins. Uh, <laughs> yes, because our, yes. our normal supplier got hail. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. Uh, so uh, we got to get you caught up with the news, and we'll be right back on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And don't forget, Trace is up on the porch with us. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. It's a nice day out here at the nursery. It's a nice and bright and sunny. Some clouds in the sky, maybe a little hazy. Sometimes breeze too. A little breeze going. Yeah, there's a little breeze happening. <laughs> you can see the flags are moving. Uh, I noticed the. Uh, Elton must not feel that breeze that from the nature since he's got the fans. The fans hit you too. I questioned whether it was his fan or not, but. Really, there's a computer between me and the fan, and yes, Milton, so yeah. I, 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 I'm definitely feeling a real breeze, not the fan. And then before we uh, talk about whether you have any citrus or not, do we need a moment of silence for the uh, the pine tree? And the eucalyptus. Was it and the eucalyptus? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Looks more open. Well, I can, yeah, but now the cashiers are getting um, oh, a little no. more light than they want. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, it happens. It happened to everybody. It was either take it down or it's going to fall down. I'd much rather have control. Yeah, I think you'd rather. Yeah. But tell us about all the citrus. You were talking to the man about the satsumas. You've got a little bit of citrus there, just well, a little got, bit. We got lemons and limes and grapefruits and um, some satsumas. What kind of satsumas? I'd have to look. <laughs> I want to say mijo. Mijo. Mijo seto. I'm pretty sure I got both those. Now, in the near future, I'm going yeah. to have bumper. Arctic frost and orange frost, but, right. they, but they will be grafted ones. But the most unusual citrus that we got in are going to be the the uh, flying dragon rootstock, mm-hmm. and I believe in that we got lemons and limes, and I think there's some, maybe one other one too. Yeah, it'd be great for containers because that's that rootstock is supposed to dwarf the plant. That's, that's the plan. So if they, <laughs> if they read that article that somebody wrote. Financials.com <laughs> about patio citrus. Yeah, it makes more sense to grow that than it does to grow the others. But you sh- you can be successful with all of them if you just follow that article. Oh yeah. But and in that same truck, we got <clears throat> blueberries, <laughs> we got blackberries, Kawa. We got um, what else did we get? We got um, goji berries. I know that's your favorite, Milton. Yeah. Or was it chicken's favorite, so I figured you'd like it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they had the real pretty little pink blooms on them, so no fruit, but they, they might be some fruit soon. Uh, what else did we get? We got some persimmons on that truck. Pomegranates. <laughs> pomegranates. We got pre- probably the best selection of pomegranates we've had all year I've got right now. Yeah, do you remember any of the... <laughs> there was four or five varieties. Um, off the top of my head, I think Garnet Sash was the only one I can remember. Did uh, 
Uh, there was like a pink satin. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one. I've got one of those. Let's see, what what kind of persimmon did you get? Giant fuyu? Or I don't remember. F u g a i. Don't remember. <laughs> to be a nurseryman these days, you have to learn to speak Chinese. I thought I was going to say learn to spell. That may be why yeah. I don't do Oh, did she get deal. the snapdragons? Yeah. yeah. All right. Those are gallon cans. Oh, and, and what's in the can? What's in the can in front of them? Well, that is a fire spot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now there's maybe eight here. Now there's yeah. eight for the plant of the moment, so hurry. Yeah, uh, she got not, some petunias. Yeah. yeah. Not, oh. not a lot of people know about a fire spike. Oh. No, it's great. We're educating them. Well, that's probably... When you got ten plants, you know. <laughs> well, I know. I think Trace was kind of grimacing when he heard me kind of focusing, but it's kind of fun well, no, too. I brought it up here, so I knew. I knew okay. I, and did you notice that he assigned the police officer over there uh-huh. in, in case of a, to watch the? After what happened rights. with the Fanuc flocks that one time, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I, I imagine they're going to have more fire spikes. Wouldn't you think? Well, it's just coming up to the season for it, but yeah. But historically, we've been able to get it much earlier than this. Uh, I guess I did, I did they all froze back pretty hard. I would assume they, most of them probably froze dead. So my assumption is everybody had to get uh, liners. Yeah. And uh, could be from the liner ferry, Milton. Mm. Well, liner <laughs> ferry. Yeah. Did, did they only have the red color? I've seen. So the purple hasn't been available yet. Good. And there's only one. <laughs> and there's only one growing operation that grows it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask about this. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, uh, looking at the fly, uh, hummingbird bush. Flamacanthus. Got, got some of those. And, of course, you got firebush. So for those of you who go shopping at Bass Pro Shop, mm-hmm. that is the biggest planting I've seen around. Almost every one of their beds has that in it. Hmm. And it is spectacular this time of year. Which one? Which plant? The hummingbird, uh, hummingbird bush. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. With the orange flowers. Yeah. People just don't buy it because unless it's in bloom and early on. Uh, well, it doesn't look like much until it's blooming. Yeah. It it looks like a little fern. Kind of yeah, looks ferny, yeah. Milton. Ah, her, her. That's ferny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that didn't go good. Thank you. No. I don't think you deserved that. Poor Al had to come back for that. All right, 210-308-8867. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867. What are you going to do this weekend? Uh, what are folks com- complaining about? What are they kind of asking questions about, Trace? We're kind of at the end of the tomatoes, right, Trace? We are definitely at the end of the tomatoes, so we got a lot of interest in David's next seminar. Oh, good. That's coming up and, on, uh, let me find out. 18th issue. I think you're right, that. yeah. Uh, we, it's a lot of interest in pre-emergent herbicides. Okay. Um, thank you, Calvin. And um, grass. Everybody's wanting grass still. <laughs> well, uh, part two of the preparing your fall and winter vegetable garden. Part two is on the 18th from 10 to. 11.30, and they just email you if they want to be there? They do. I have not recently checked to see how full it is or not. Okay. Uh, but. And who's doing Lawn Basics 101? Is that David coming back? David, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
That's on October 2nd. David who? What's, who is? Or David Rodriguez? <laughs> oh. maybe, maybe you've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. That short guy. Yeah. <laughs> ah, poor David. Somebody like that worked with us back in the Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good worker. All right. Robert's on the line at 210-308-8867. Let's see if we can help him with his question. Hi, Robert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing well. How are you? Good, good. What's going on? Uh, question on rootstock from citrus that froze back. I have yeah. one in an area that I'm thinking of letting it grow out. How long does it take for the, I know blood orange has, or sour orange has the thorns. How long until those thorns would appear, generally? Uh, the, generally, they come up with a sprout. Yeah. They're on the sprout. Okay, okay well, and, this is bizarre. I have a Mexican lime. That oh the plant's about thirty inches tall already. There's no spikes on it, but the leaves look more like a, they're not as rounded as the leaves used to be. So I thought, well, this is the rootstock of it. Huh. Well, you you know, Mexican li- limes quite often have thorns, and they they're not a uh, rootstock. So you got to uh, be a little careful on those. And they also use trifoliata. Uh, so if it's got like three yeah, three odd shaped leaves together, then it's still it's just a different kind of rootstock. So you still okay, have thorns, but not not like the 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 other orange, the sour orange. Okay. Well, I was but thinking it, about growing it. I'm not going to replace trees here. I was thinking about growing it to give it to my chickens. And I just I just noticed that it didn't have thorns, and I was under the impression that the rootstock that we use around here all were thorned plants. Yeah, if it's sour orange, the yeah. valley uses it. Now, you're talking we, about the trifoliata. That's three per stem? A little, little every, node. Yeah, every leaf has, every leaf that forms has three or four nodes on it. Uh, yeah, not nodes, uh, pieces of uh, leaf. Leaflets, yeah. Yeah, these are singular leaves. I'll let it grow, see what it is. You never know. Yeah, I do know. I, I don't. I think you need to get a new tree. I do too. Oh, I have new trees. But, I'm just going to let this one grow out, just to use the. I'm not. I'm where it is. I'm not going to replant there. So I was just going to let this one grow. Like I say, use okay. it to produce its fruit. I was going to use it <laughs> for the chickens, and you got to have something to throw in the compost pile. <laughs> Okay, it produces a lot of fruit. Okay. <laughs> if it's a rootstock. Okay, well, I'll let you know next year. There you go. D- uh, thanks, don't guys. don't bring us don't bring us any sure, fruit. Thanks. Thank you anyway. And uh, well, I was gonna just was hey, if the if the chickens get hung up on the thorns, just send yeah. us pictures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I thought it would go good with rutabaga pie. Yeah. Oh, it'll it'll give that. So, I've heard of shish, shish kebabs. This will be shishka chicken. Uh, yeah. Shishka, shishka nuggets. There you go. Okay, Thank you. Thanks a lot. Good Thanks, night. Robert. You take care. Richard Bye-bye. is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Fine. Thank you. Fine. Thank you. I saw a flower. I believe it was in a Starbucks uh, uh, landscape. And the best I can tell, the idea of the flower was uh, something called gland, glandu, glandulura. 
or the sandpaper verbena. Has anybody ever heard of this? I don't know it. I don't know it either. And Starbucks generally going to have the normal things for that area. Um, send us a picture, <laughs> and uh, oh, we can go from there. Did you see it yeah, in San Antonio? Here? Is, yes, sir. And it is real hardy and blooms up a storm, and you can kind of see some resemblance to our our standard verbena here. But this thing is much more lush and intense in color. And it's out in the full sun, just getting blasted. And, it's, and what color is the flower? Purple. Huh. Very purple, not lavender, purple. And, and is, it a, is it an upright plant or is it ground cover or runs along the ground? Uh, it is a clumping. It, the best I could read and find on it was that it was clumping and it will grow uh, horizontally like 18 to 24 inches. Yeah, I don't get that verbena, is it? Well, the only, well you know, I can only think of one variety of verbena that would be close to that, and I'm trying to remember the name. It was, you see it on the highways. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I've never seen this, but uh, if I was going to send the picture, where do I send it? I, I've got pictures. Do you want to send it to uh, Milton at klup.com? I can actually open it if we get it in time, either from my phone right now. Yeah, yeah, I'll send it right away because if 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 I can get that, I would love to plant it, or if it makes sense, you know. But I, I figured there was a reason why you don't see it around that much. <laughs> Did it, is it right uh, by the uh, drive-through? Yes, sir. Oh, which which Starbucks? Uh, the corner of Blanco and Lock Hill. That's, okay. the, that's the one you got stock in, right, Milton? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, full disclosure, no. Um, I just thought maybe somebody else might have driven by and, and, and could go, oh, yeah, I know what that is. But, yeah, send me the email. In my mind, it's uh, Blue Princess Verbena. Uh, I, I'm going to send it right now. Uh-oh. Okay, hold on. Let me, uh, Milton at KLUP. Yeah, just Milton at KLUP. It's a Texas superstar. Yeah. If I don't get it all, and guess who found it? It's a nice Greg one. Grant. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> getting old. <laughs> uh, okay. What, what's going to happen when uh, when Greg can't get around and find new plants? Who's going to take over? He's so young, that? though. He's got a lot of years left. <laughs> yeah, and he's got all that back surgery, you know. They put oh. a. Uh, uh, a rod in his back, and I th- I told his mother I said, I think we're spending too much on Greg. <laughs> it was a titanium. Yeah. So if Greg, were, if Greg were your dog, you would have just yeah. said, oh, oh no. you know, yeah. Poor Greg. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> well, let's do this. We'll wait for Richard's email. Let's take a, a break a little early. Uh, give us a call, maybe if you know what that is. It's at the Starbucks at Lock Hill and Blanco, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. More in a moment coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Don't forget about the plant of the moment. Fire spike. Maybe eight left. Hurry. <laughs> it's a big job just getting by with nine kids and a wife. But I've been working, man, dang near all my life. And I'll keep on working. 
long as my two hands are fit to use. I'll drink my beer at a tavern, sing a little bit of these working man blues. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden. Can you see it, Calvin? Or? And uh, Richard, are you still on the line with us? We weren't sure. Yes, I'm here. Uh, okay, we, we got the picture. It went to my spam folder, so it took a second. Everybody's eyeballing it. Anybody got any suggestions? Yes, I'm double-checking myself. Trace is double-checking himself. It is pretty. It's for being yeah, I was going to save Verbena too. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I know I mean, a lot. Is, is that that's not our standard Verbena? Oh, it's, it's hard to hear you. Yeah, it sure is looks that, like that. All know. right, so I just pulled up an identical picture, and I was right. At least I think I'm right. Oh, okay, Homestead Purple. Right. Yeah. That's, well, you that's know what Richard's idea. next question is, don't you? I don't have any. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do you, do you see that yeah. very much? In a normal year, that? the answer would be yeah, yes. This year, uh, there's nothing normal about this year. <laughs> yeah. I have had it uh, a couple of times, but uh, give me a second. I'll take my headphones off and run over, but I'm pretty sure I don't. All right, he's going to go check, Richard. We'll, we'll tell you on the other side, okay? Yeah, that was developed yeah. in uh, Georgia. Did Greg Rand find that? No. What? Greg's buddy found it. Oh, his buddy. Uh, professional okay. well, as long as he was involved somehow. And they call it Homestead because guess what? They found it on a homestead. Oh, okay. And it was, it was it promoted. Is, it is pretty. You're right about that. Yeah, it was, pro- it was promoted uh, by uh, the Georgia people. Oh, okay. And, the, and they're... So-called superstar program. Oh, they have a superstar program yeah. too. Okay, they, they sent a, a group over here to study ours. What you got, Trace? No, no. <laughs> I was right the first time. But well, what do you? What do you? Well, you see, Richard, we're, we're having. If you could bring I'll Richard up it. just a little bit, Al, that'd be great. Go ahead. Okay. There we no, go. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I was considering using it in a landscape planning. For an annual, you know, supposedly it's deer proof and very hardy and all that. Is that the correct? Would that be the correct use of the plant? Deer, deer resistant. Yes, deer proof. There's nothing deer proof. <laughs> right, um, right. Now, historically, most verbena doesn't do well for the summer heat. Uh, a few exceptions. This homestead's okay. The one I was talking about earlier that was a Texas superstar. And then there's a, a Tapian series that all do okay in the heat. Most verbena does yep. well fall, winter, and spring, and either dies or suffers dramatically when we get hot. But no, we didn't get hot this year, or at least yeah. that kind of hot. That kind of hot. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I'll just keep an eye out for it, and if I can get some, I will just test them out. So s- send an email to the store. That's at nursery at com of what you want, how many you want. We'll put it on the wish list, so you're going to have to give your phone number and all that, and then if we can run across it, we'll give you a call. Excellent. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. Thanks. That was fun. Take care, Richard. All right, 210-308-8867. Don't forget the plant of the moment. <laughs> we don't know Quit how many. We're that, brother. Yeah, we don't even have if, a few left. They could drive all the way across town, and we're out of those. 
Uh, I normally be, say call us and we'll set it. Aside, yeah, I know, but, but we can't, can't, can't do, that. do that. All right, I'll I'll stop now. But we're gonna. If you're on your way, don't stop. Uh, <laughs> we make no no please, promises. Please stop at the red lights. Oh, stop uh, at the red lights. Yes, <laughs> I guess that's true. How Billy's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Billy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing there, Billy? Doing great. <laughs> Good. What's going on? I found some tomato hornworms on my plants this week. I just wondered. Oh, if just... no. Did they eat yes. the plant? Uh, well, they eating the plant and the tomatoes, yes. Oh, Lord. They're hungry. Is there a recipe for those? Yeah. Well, I think huh. if you deep fry them, you know. How, how did, what's like it? Did, did you immediately see them, Billy, or did it uh, take a little investigation? Normally, they're kind of hard to find. I saw the damage first, and then I chased them down. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the case. Yeah. Well, the bacillus will work after is after that, they take a yeah. first bite of it. Yeah. Is that just me, or is uh, are they plentiful around now? No, it's just you. It's just me. <laughs> I've had, I've had very few people uh, bring me anything to to say it's the that they're damaging anything yet. Yeah. But well, anyway, I, they get is yours big enough and got a horn on it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I looked it up to be sure that I knew what I was talking about before. There I you go. Is it a, a unicorn worm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I usually send mm-hmm. you pictures, but I was anxious to get them off of the plant, so I, I didn't. Oh, yeah. The best way to do that, if you can find them, now, sometimes you're looking straight at them and... Uh, Within six inches from you, and you don't see them. Or, or, the, or the usual as you, you see the damage, you look yeah. and look and don't find them, and then somebody comes by and you say, well, look at the, the damage here, but I can't seem to find the caterpillar, and there's about three caterpillars yeah. right there out in front of you. you know. I've got a picture. I don't know if it's digital or not, but uh, somebody had probably six or eight of those things on a very eaten push so uh you can spray them or two brick them you ever two bricked them uh, I, I just had uh, <laughs> or i got a picture i had a picture on the slide I, where I, I cut one in two i give them a sole uh-oh okay sole of your feet yeah <laughs> that's you but anyway like i said the 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 bacillus will take care of them, the, uh, but they have to eat some of the leaf that's got the bacillus yeah. on it. And they're they're such a fast consumer that yeah, they eat your whole plant yeah. by the time they get it. Now, now, they they quit eating once they well, get it. I read it. read on the internet that tomatoes were their favorite plant. Well, it's part uh, of its name, tomato hornworm. <laughs> it's yeah, a, that's it's right. a it's absolutely. A, it, well, that's all I had. I, a, it turns it into like, a moth, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now my uh, orange crush are doing fine. We're already eating them, the fall ones. Oh. That's good. good. Yeah. Good uh, deal, Billy. Now, the black swallowtail caterpillars are really active out there in the uh, parsley and uh, oh, fennel yeah. and a couple other plants. but. There, yeah. there you can find. They're easy to find. You just pull them off and toss them. Milton, Milton knows why they quit eating after they. Yeah, but I'll let you explain. 
Oh. Terminal constipation. Yep. That's what keeps them from eating. That's a tough way to go. Almost makes you feel sorry for them. Yeah. Well, not the tomato hornworms. Oh, okay. They're so <laughs> fast. And, <laughs> and the right bigger they have that B2. The bigger they are, the more uh, showy is the squashing of the. If they have terminal constipation, the, uh, uh, the more juicy they are. I, yeah, yeah, I no. I'm going to give his recipe to State Fair, Texas. Yeah. They'll, try, yeah. they'll fry anything on a stick. Deep fried tomato hornworm <laughs> on a stick. Yeah. Lewis is good. on the line. At, oh, okay. Thanks, Billy. Bye, Billy. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Billy, uh, Lewis is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lewis. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Good, man. How you doing? Doing good. I had a question for the Brain Trust. <laughs> I, have all, I, grow a, I grow a lot of stone fruit, but one of the things that I've never been able to fruit more than half a dozen are any of the plum apricot type hybrids, the pluots, the apriums, the uh, all the yeah. Flo, you know Floyd Zeiger and uh, Dave Wilson Nursery. Floyd developed all those varieties, and I don't know anybody in Texas. And I'm in some fruit growing groups here in Texas. We can grow them. We can maybe get three or four and i've probably got half a dozen plum varieties for pollinators and i've grown half a dozen pluot varieties why can't we grow them like they do out i guess out in california or other areas of the world why can't we fruit them i guess is what i'm asking (laughs) uh uh, i don't know if they're uh like apricots or not i i from what i remember reading and you know if you read something that's dangerous yeah it's not the plum that you need for the cross-pollination that's the uh, apricot. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So it could well, be as simple as that. We, have, we haven't had... Uh, I've stocked them before, we, but I, I didn't fully yeah. uh, digest <laughs> the entire information. Yeah, we don't uh, do well with apricots. And, and the Extension Service and John Leip up in uh, Fredericksburg Brian. and uh, Brian, everybody Brian. Ha, ha, has been looking for a reliable producing apricot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baxter Adams uh, was one one. And we planted right. some some seedlings of a Travat apricot that we got from Australia. And uh, they they did pretty good as an apricot. They they didn't produce huge crops, but any apricot is good. <laughs> Uh, you know, you actually, down here where I'm at, I, I've, I had limited success. So I tried, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, because I had actually a gold kiss, and gold kiss is in about the 250 chill hour range, which fits my area, and I actually fruited gold fit, gold kissed, which maybe five or six fruits at the time. But I know my friend <laughs> up around um, west, northwest Austin, up around Taylor, and then up around De Leon, and of course, okay. there's always Womax and Dalyons. They're growing Tisdale apricots, and I would say they're getting fruit two out of six years. You know, it's not a, it's not anything that's going to be commercial, but for a homeowner, and I've always wondered why those darn Zyger hybrids, which are so darn good to eat, you know, the flavors are just incredible. Those apriums and pluots. Yeah. Why, why, why nobody in Texas has unlocked that secret yet on how to how to get them to pollinate? It's a god thing. The, God? Okay. The, yeah, there's a, uh, 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 and a Texas thing. The uh, uh, 
the conditions, the climate is such, whether it's an early freeze or late freeze uh-huh, uh-huh. in the spring that take the blooms high off. Nine, and, uh, high nine time temperatures. You know, that's what I see as the biggest issue personally. Right, is right. Transpiration so we, doesn't slow down at night. You know, we're in California, it's slowing down at night, that dry desert, yeah, you know, right. where they get the 10 inches of rainfall a year. You know, that's why things <laughs> one of the reasons, just, you know, the yeah. nighttime temperatures are so much lower, so the plant transpiration slows down. They say they're carbohydrates. Right. But I just, I just wondered if, 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 I mean, you guys know just about all the secrets that are out there that are known, and I just wondered if anybody's ever, ever had any real thoughts on why they won't pollock. Why we can't set, we can grow the trees? Well, we can't set the fruits consistently. <laughs> yeah, they, it's a uh, secret. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think anybody's working on that. We got a uh, Dave Burns over Dave Burns. at, yes, sir. at yeah. Texas yeah. A&M. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, know sir. if he's ever ever worked with those or not. I mean, I went out. to the last fruit conference before. The October Fruit Growers Conference in New Braunfels, and I actually sat right in front of him, and I was talking to him, and I forgot to ask him that. 2019, they didn't have it last year. And I meant okay. to ask him that, and I just forgot. So, well, fair enough, guys. Maybe you, like, well, you, could, say, you, could, you could send him an email. Now you can. From Texas A&M. You'll have to Good say it. You'll have to do some research for us. Yeah, you can. You conferred with the supposed no, experts, experts yeah. here. In San Antonio, and they but suggested I call you or email you. I bet I bet Burns doesn't know the secret. Oh, and you just won't tell us the secret, will you? No, it's a God thing. Oh, it's a God thing. Okay, <laughs> see if, see if he knows that too. <laughs> yeah, I bet he hadn't thought about that. Thanks, Louis. Well, all you guys, Sorry. all you Aggies, get rich from consulting fees after you retire from the university. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> look so at you're just, you're just waiting to retire. <laughs> Okay. Thanks, sir. Good day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Marty's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Is this uh, Rio Grande Gold, Marty? This, this is he. This All right. Gold, What's Marty? going on, Marty? Yes, I have a question. Uh, do you know if Millburgers uh, carries or ever will carry uh, the dewberry plant? Dewberry. So, um, so the answer is yes. <laughs> um, all right, so we always get a, a handful of them in, and our first shipment of, of fruit, so generally uh, for the year, not, not now. Yeah. Um, so like at the end of January, early fe- uh, February is the most uh-huh. likely scenario. Now, okay. This year is a little different. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going to be available yet. They, they, ha- they haven't even given me what fruit trees they think that they have yet normally i do that in, in the beginning of august yeah right. and uh, so i still have nothing confirmed for anything for spring other than my roses <laughs> okay do you have yeah. you grown dewberries before no i i, I haven't grown them but uh, i know my aunt uh used to grow them and uh, she lived up uh, close to houston and of course, they grow wild out there, you know. But uh, yeah, they right. grow as, 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 as vines, and but you have to be careful yeah. with snakes. You know, you know, have to because re- re- they're intertwined. There you and, go. And, 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 but they they ripen before they ripen before blackberries do. Right, and uh, uh, around and, uh, uh, around April, I think. Yeah, I think the variety and, uh, we had last go around was Austin Dewberry. Yeah, I think that's the most available. Most, most of them aren't going to like it here. 
<laughs> to me, if you want to be successful growing a berry, you need to be with a blackberry. Yeah. That that you're going to have success. Especially with Kiowa, which he has now, or we have now. Is the Kiowa, is that seedless, or does that, I mean, pardon, does that have thorns, or, or does it not have thorns? Yeah, it's got thorns. Okay. But it's got but, su- it's got sugar in it, too, which always <laughs> amazes me. <laughs> It's uh, larger than the Brazos and sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's got Brazos blood in it, though. The uh, I, I, wanna, I remember one, one year y'all had that. Was it the, was it the Tiff blueberry? I think from A and M. I got them. right now. Okay, I got a bunch of them. Okay. All right, so Marty, we'll okay. quiz you. What was special about Tiff blue? Oh, well, I haven't tried that yet, but I can tell you about the dewberry. The the best dewberry pie you've ever had in the world in this world. Like dewberry jelly. Oh man. Hmm. Really, really good. If you if you so ever they, get a hold of it and make a pie. There you go, Milton. You do I know. Pie. So there's a there's an article on planters.com dot com yeah. about how to be successful growing blueberries here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember who wrote that. I don't either. Uh, but uh, Tiff Blue Probably is, dead. The, is, is the one <laughs> we'll be, I will be playing music from him in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, and it was self-pollinating too, wasn't it? I, it seems yeah. like it said that. Tiffway yeah. is. Oh, Tiff, uh, Tiff Blue? Right. Tiffway yeah. Blue. Yeah. Tiffway Blue, okay, yeah, because I remember that was okay. a big thing. One was you could do it in containers, and the other one was you didn't need another one. You only needed right. one. Okay. See, well, I remember I'll, I'll these things. I'll, I'll, I'll be glad that uh, that you'll be hopefully carrying it around January, maybe February, and I'll be hopefully you'll announce it, uh, Trace, if and when it comes in, and I would appreciate it. So you want him to email you and put him on a list, and I've, yeah, if he wants to be on the wish list, but if if he's putting the the, the dewberry, yeah, oh, okay. uh, probably be closer to probably ought to put it on the list and like around Christmas because. Yeah. Okay. When they're looking back through those things, they look back for two or three months. They figure if anybody's oh, okay. got it for four or five months, okay. they probably either got it or forgot about it. Okay. All right. All right. But if you want the tip blue, I got it right, right. Got it right now. All right. You got the tip blue. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Y'all take care. Thanks, man. Right. You take always fun talking to you, Marty. 210-308-8867. We need to take a break, so let's do that right now. 210-308-8867. Lots of great calls. Uh, we look forward to talking to you after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Working Welcome back to Milberger's Garden. She's still alive. She is still alive. Doing well. Yeah, doing real well. One of the richest women or people in Nashville. Yeah. She's managed her and money. And she gives now. back. She's very generous in terms of donating. No, yeah. uh, there was a big, big article in uh, New York Times, I think, this about her and an interview she did with, uh, oh, shoot, <laughs> the, the has a interview show, uh, but anyhow, she, the, the, the interviewer tried to embarrass her about her, yeah, her boobs, uh, her facelift, facelifts and oh. things like that. Oh, uh, she, she, she just blew, she just blew yeah. right out of the nah. saddle. You know, just 
just took it for granted. No, and, she yeah. yeah, she's she seems very down to earth. At least uh, yeah. she uh, she doesn't seem to care. But yeah, she's. I wonder if she grows plants. Should we get her on the air and talk to about the plants she grows? Oh. Uh, can you talk plants well, with? Now we gotta we gotta be careful here. We gotta tell warn somebody that the there's big wasps going in that <laughs> drawer. Oh no! Somebody will open that up and it'll get nailed. Well, right? tell Trace. Was it a yellow jacket? No, just big big wasp. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't know what they're. But we'll have the, we'll have Milton open it. I'll kick off it first air. because Milton is in charge of. The, the boundaries sur- uh, surrounded by the fan. <laughs> he won't let you loose on that fan, will he? No, he's upset about that. <laughs> Speaking of upset, I I wish Oprah, so. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. Oh, yeah. Apparently, according to Garden Destinations. Oh, are there, are there roses called Dolly Parton roses? The what? Maybe there's a rose called the Dolly Parton Rose. There is. Okay. The, <laughs> but Dolly admits she is not a gardener at all, but on more than one occasion she has grabbed a shovel and planted her roses in spaces throughout Dollywood. Oh. In a tradition that began in 1992, Dolly plants her roses in memory of family and friends that have been an important part of her life. There you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, John Fanick, uh tried to get me to... Promote the Dolly Parton. Oh God, help us! Yes, I, I think I think he could foresee <laughs> articles. Yes, bordering as a, as a, one guy said, bordering on. Uh, uh, <laughs> now be careful. Yeah, know, how uh, she let's, handled let's, Oprah. Let's, let's, <laughs> uh, let's we'll move on. Two one zero. You can use you just use your own imagination on this. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867. Bordering on obscenity. Uh-huh. Okay. He, he said I was capable of that. Yes, uh, he yeah. may have been correct. Very, <laughs> very skillful at that bordering on uh-huh. But as I, re- okay. as I remember, it was a, it was a pretty, had a pretty bloom. Well, I'll look for pictures. All right, we have Mike on the line at 2103. They were big bloom. Uh-huh. I, okay. Mike, welcome <laughs> to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Hello, well, thank you. My question concerns leaf-footed bugs, those little orange things that grow all over my... Yeah, and, squash. Yeah, and squash, thank you, yeah, squash. So, other than taking a shotgun and blowing away the whole place... <laughs> this is man after my own mm-hmm. heart. Uh, they, uh, uh, they used to, we used to use seven on them, the insecticide carborel, or seven. Uh... And thou, Dan. Uh, those kind of those fell out of favor, didn't they? Because of they killed beneficial insects. What? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. you have your choice. <laughs> I mean, if you don't if you don't control the leaf-footed bugs, there there's not very many beneficials that uh, that feed on leaf-footed bugs. No. That help you they control. taste bitter. Mel- bitter bugs, Melvin. Well, I remember those. I, <laughs> on, the, my, on my peach trees in the backyard, I used malathion, and that yeah. works. That and just t- take them. T- t- tomato plants, it works pretty well, too. And it's cleared to you. Yeah. But uh, so, uh, other than that, they're they're, kind of, they're stink bugs, I think. Yeah. In the stink yeah, bug. And they're they're big and they're uh, they fly away. Yeah. 
when you spray? I think we've got uh, an onslaught of the nymphs, the little orange kind. You know, they're orange right now, and I think they will mature into that big winged stink bug as you're describing. But <laughs> so, yeah, what's that, the best? At, the, at this time of the year, uh, they really multiply and get uh, have high numbers. When at the the end end of the crop of the tomatoes in the spring, yeah, they really affected, the, <laughs> and they make uh, they make little spots on them. Oh yeah, and, and under that spot, it's bitter. Scar the fruit is bitter. It's basically scar tissue. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, and what pesticides would you recommend putting on them again? Malathion. 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 Okay. Well, are you can? Are you can? You got children? No. Oh, no, have sorry. To, have to them. <laughs> I, I was. Uh, I wanted you to endure that pain too. Uh, <laughs> the, the. I was saying, put let them go out with a badminton net uh, racket or tennis racket, and when they fly up, you can pop them. Smack I, them, I, huh? I th- yeah, I think that'll but, kill them. Some people, like tried to, some, people have, <laughs> some people have tried to. Some people tried to try to vacuum them, both the stink bug and the leaf-footed tra- bug. Trace uses a vacuum. Trace uses a vacuum on his stink bugs. No, they, okay, mm-hmm. he said that. Yeah, he said it works great. Okay. All right. You, well, gentlemen. All right. Thank you, Mike. Thank, Good luck, you, Mike. Take care. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else I, you got over there? I, w- I wish my mother was still alive. Because I would send this information that uh, Bart Kelly sent me, rebuffing that uh, one would respout Bloom. Because it says, Kelly says deadheading does the work if you do the trimming before the blooms fall to make room for the seed development. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember me telling story about my mother and the hibiscus uh, that got so big? Oh, no, it's salvia. They got so big, and I told her, Mother, all you got to do is, is cut it cut it in half. And she said to me in a very kind and gentle voice, as long as it got one flower on it, I'm not cutting it down. So I had to go to Tennessee and cut it to the ground. And it came back and started blooming again. But uh, I don't. I don't. I wonder how many of our listeners are willing to cut parts in of blooms. Well, we know one is. <laughs> He's experimenting. Okay. So all of the. Well, all we'll of, see. We've we put yeah, out there. We put yeah, out the yeah. request. Uh, all of you people that are willing to go out and cut your beautiful parts in of blooms off. Give us a call tomorrow. Now, of course, it's look on it as an investment. Uh, uh-huh. If you cut, if you cut them a little early, you lengthen the blooming period. Yeah. Well, if if the theory is correct, you <laughs> uh, you extend the blooming period, and you increase the capacity of blooms, and then yeah, that's that's what the experiment's about. That's why I wish my mother was still alive, <laughs> so you could explain that, yeah. there, Kelly. The, uh, what Jerry's talking about is in, in the column today. We're we're, uh, we're talking about uh, the the finding. Jerry and his team uh, were surprised that they that by cutting off the 
blooms when the, the <laughs> after the b- seeds were produced. We didn't really get any kind of uh, improved bloom performance or extended. And so one of our gardeners, uh, Bartelli, says, well, try that's because we didn't cut them off early enough. So he's he's promoting the idea of, and uh, he, he has also had worked with Jerry on a number of experiments. Yeah. I, I, I wonder, this is something Bart can try, if you cut off half the bloom, half of on a plant, if that half will be stimulated, that would that would be an interesting experiment. And, and then, then you wouldn't have to cut all the blooms off. Yeah, that and that would be an ideal experiment. If you got you got eight poinsettias, you'd uh, point poinsettias. You yeah. just do four of them and see, and you can compare the two. It's much easier when you can compare. Yeah, we got Ron on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Ron. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? All righty. This is this is not Ron. No. It's Rutabaga Ron. Rutabaga Ron. Oh, okay. Jeez. You remember me? I give you the I give you the, the the number one recipe for rutabagas about a couple of years ago. Wait. <laughs> it's okay. Yes. So go ahead, Ron. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, what is the uh, what is the best time to uh, get those tomatoes in the in the ground for a fall crop? I know Walmart doesn't have them yet. Well, I still want to visit you that's guys. That's a good thing. Basic variety, and you've got the, you know, I'm going to send my daughter out. You have the Ruby Crush, and I know all kinds of great. Uh, Three or four but, weeks ago would have been yeah. the best. Okay. okay. Well, we're, we're kind of out of tomatoes now. Yeah, if you well, can, if you can find somebody that's still selling the gallons tomato, uh, yeah, uh, that'll help you make a crop before the freeze. Okay, well, I was just interested in green tomatoes, but there's a grocery store. It's, it's got it's, uh, it's got H in the in the in their uh, in their name. Anyway, um, they're yeah, selling Jim? green tomatoes. What's that? No, there's a grocery store with an H in the name. Oh, okay. he, he's trying to get the green tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, they sell plenty of them now. Like they got enough calls for them, and the, they're selling the uh, the salad sized green tomatoes, which I just I just love them. I've, I've told you about the pork chops and the batter dip fried <laughs> green tomatoes. Oh yeah, my true. gosh! That's your mama made you. Huh? Well, I'm latch onto them and get them in the garden. I'm doing it, but um, yeah, I don't have to grow them really because where I live, there's so many rocks, it just drives me crazy. I live out in Converse, and I mean, there's rocks every few inches, and they're underground. Just oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. What's I don't that? know how the backhoes even got in there to do the slab. But anyway, um, one last item. You mentioned melathion. I thought melathion went the way of PBT, but maybe not. Did what now? You broke up. Mel- what about Mel? Melathion. I thought that one out was DDT. No, no, no. You're thinking of parathion. Okay, I see. I see. It's it's a thion, but it's yeah. Uh, Melathion very, very safe. Been used for okay. years. Perfect. Okay. Parathion is not. Ah, that was it. All righty. I don't. I don't think that. Well, take care, Rudabega. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, gentlemen. Good listening to you. I tune in just to hear hear the camaraderie and the chemistry, and not just the information. But God bless you all. Well, thank you. You thank too. You, you too. Yes. All right. Uh, still got a couple minutes. You might be able to sneak something in. I'll make sure there's no one on the line. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else you got going on before we uh, wrap it up? Anything you want to bring up? Well, uh, Niels Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, took on uh, uh, root sprouts. You know, the little, we get a lot of tree roots. Oh, sprouts. okay, yeah. And uh, I don't like his information that he gave. No. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay, a little tease. We'll talk about Neil and his take on the root sprouts then. <laughs> All right, well, again, Millburgers has a lot of stuff on sale and a lot of events that are coming up. And if you go to millburgernursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. You can uh, learn all about the different items that are on sale. Uh, some are very timely. Some are terrific savings now. They'll be open Labor Day, too. Yeah, and they'll be open Labor Day, so you can find all that out by going to MillburgerNursery.com. Uh, you can also uh, find out about uh, the next upcoming gardening workshop that David Rodriguez will be doing. That's going to be here yeah. on September 18th from... Uh, 10 to 11.30, and David always sticks around and answers questions after the fact. So if you have some, he'll be happy to answer those for you. And, uh, again, right. you can – what's that? That's right. No, no, no. <laughs> so you can uh, find out all the stuff that's going on at Millburgers by going to millburgernursery.com. And uh, you guys probably heard us talk about the phones being down. Uh, you can find the website, which is Millburgers uh, Nursery at Millburgersa.com. Dot com. That's nursery at millburgersa.com. And um, you can uh, email them uh, that you want to be a part of it. And now, I, Trace, I know how full it is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if it's not, uh, I'm sure they'll put you in the list where you can tell them about your wish list plans. All right, we will wrap it up for today. We're back here tomorrow, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And we hope to see you then. In the meantime, thanks to Al. We're doing a great job getting all the calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.